Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnished tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to ServicePatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All fellows with monkey sounds in there called go. The old like Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Welcome in to Danny and Dusty. Uh... Look, this, we heard Will Ordner, he's producing. You did not hear the orangutan at the beginning. This is a uh, a bare-bones crew we got going on here. Currently, Will Ordner, myself, and then uh, Joe Fisher braved the elements. Joe Fisher's in the building today. We are the only three people at Odyssey Portland right now. The yeah. Only, the only three. Um, and it's kind of my fault. Uh, why, why is that? Well, I mean, if I didn't mm-hmm. come in here without checking my email, yeah, we might not be here right now. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point because uh, Ortner, you started, <laughs> you uh, texted me this morning and you said uh, I should have checked my email before I left. Our boss, uh, Jeff Sacramento, airing on the side of costume, which I appreciate from the boss man out there. He was like, you know what? After looking at some of the road conditions. Uh, Probably not probably not the best choice for us to have shows. I saw Ortner's text, and I was getting ready to leave the house, and I was like, you know what? If Ortner's there already, I'll brave it. I'll come in. We'll, we'll do this. And so I uh, I gave the boss man a call and said, if Ortner's already in, I'll head down. We can do this thing. Because the road's in my area. Side street's really bad right now. Side street's bad. Main road's uh, very good. I, I will give ODOT... Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's clear. I I was worried. Like, I have to go over the 405 bridge. Yeah. Whenever I come in and it's icy and snowy, mm-hmm. that's my only real fear just because it's so high up and then so yeah. high down. It's mm-hmm. steep. Right. It was fine. Didn't really have any issues. Right. Yeah. It well, was smooth sailing. We were good. Yeah. Just drive safe. The you Camry know? made it. Didn't, didn't, uh, I don't think I hit the speed limit on any of the freeways. Uh, just driving safe. Yeah. Drive within yourself. That's all you need to do, uh, and uh, or or you need to have confidence, right? You need to have confidence and, and know what you're doing when you're driving in adverse conditions. But uh, it's starting to melt off. I believe, I do believe, prime time with Isaac and Souk. Uh, they 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 shall be on the air, and I believe we're also going to get a hot corner tonight as well. Uh, roads clearing enough. I think we're going to get the the trifecta. We're going to get Danny and Dusty prime time. And then the hot corner. Roads were gnarly this morning, though, and I, I don't blame uh, Dirt and Sprague for not being here because they were here yesterday. They braved the elements yesterday, and then they said, boss man said, nah, don't want this to happen again because Russ said this on Friday. When last time we had snow last year, I left right at like 2.55. Russ, yeah. Russ left at 3.15. It took me 22 minutes to get home. It took Jeff Rust five and a half hours. <laughs> Yeah, it it hit hard. Well, and then <laughs> it, I I just stay I 
shoot, did I? I think I stayed the night. Was that the night I stayed? Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Just for the morning show? Yeah. I almost had to stay again on Saturday. There were conversations of me staying the night. Really? You well, made it in on Saturday? You were here on Saturday? The pilots had played a game. Oh, so what? you got to be here. going to let Mother Nature stop me? Someone has to make sure that the pilots broadcast can go on no. air. No, Mother Nature, Brother Nature, none of them are stopping you. No, Mother Nature is my bitch. Or the Camry. Wow. That's an aggressive uh, It's an aggressive Mother Nature take. Well, look, dude, she she took my scraper with her. She didn't go down. She bit a kneecap. She took my scraper Wait, with her. She went Dan Campbell, took my mean? scraper. I broke my scraper to get in today. Dude, yeah. lay off the juice, first of all. And how hard are you pressing on your window scraper? Did you, or did you get it at the Dollar Tree? Uh, it was a gift, I think, because otherwise right. I would not have a scraper. Um, no, I had like an inch of ice on my car, or yeah. what I'm going to claim is an inch. Yeah. And so I was sitting there, like one, to get yeah, my well, car you know how open. Your measurements work. Look, man, I'm, I've been uh, erring on the size side of bigger for years, okay? <laughs> Just, yeah, give it an extra inch or two. But anyways, I was, I was like, yanking on the door to to get it to open. Couldn't get it to open until I finally, like, used another car. Mm. And, like, I almost stood on on that, on that my neighbor's car to what pull my door open. What are you doing? Well, I had, to get, I had to get in. I had to get to work. I didn't know that no one was doing anything until noon. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I, I got the door open, I got the scraper, and then the only way to break the ice was to, like, physically slam my scraper against the ice. Again, bad idea. I had to get into work. What do you want from me? And so I slammed the scraper into the ice, well, and then it broke. Hold on. Let your let your car warm up for a little bit. Well, I did. <laughs> I turned the car on to warm up, and then I took a shower, and then I changed, and I got out there. It was like a 15-minute warm-up, and, it- and I still had to do that. I think this is user error. I think this is a user issue. I'm not claiming that it yeah. wasn't solely my fault, mm. but I do feel like my scraper would not have been damaged if I'd read my email. Okay, yeah. I believe that to be true as well. I would like someone to pay for my my scraper. You go ahead and look at your emails. At this point, you, you got in. You're safe. But uh, my gosh. I don't think it was as hard as you made it out to be, my friend. Well, you didn't try to come in at 8. Uh, no. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. And I had to use a stick. <laughs> and my I'm fist. surprised you're not Ace Venturing it at this point. Your windshield, whatever kind of windshield you have, is a great Top windshield. Top of the line. Top of the line, Top of the line dude. My I'm telling goodness. you. That Camry, it doesn't break down. Oh, man. All right. Uh, we already have on the Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online, VancouverFord.com. We got the bets that uh, primetime won't be happening. because, And this is actually pretty safe because we have two different emails. Well, the first email was no shows in the afternoon. We're just going to play it safe here. Roads are bad. Uh, the second email came through, and it said, no, 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 no. Hot route, Omaha, Omaha. We are we're going to have Danny and Dusty, so uh, we're going to go as scheduled. There is a there is a greater than ninety percent chance that Rob and or Suk only looked at the first email and will not check the email the rest of the day. Well, and the other really strong chance mm. is um, even if the email wasn't set out, yeah. there could be a look out the window and just go not happy. Nah, I ain't doing that, Bob. Not, uh, not nah. happening. I don't do ice. Not today, brother. Not today. <laughs> ice is for other people. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't like being cold. The weather. It was a. It was a fun. It was a fun little uh, weekend, though, because mm-hmm. like we weekend snow. Uh, all the teachers out there were like, "Oh, great, three day weekend, and this is when the snow comes." Yeah, did, did pump the brakes there. You got out early on Friday. Most schools did, and then you got Tuesday off everywhere else. You back to school on on and Tuesday and Wednesday off. Today's Wednesday, right? Yeah, today is Wednesday. Wednesday. But teachers don't want the snow day. Not the teachers that I have talked to. Okay, see, because my the teachers in my family, mm. also myself. Mm. You don't want the snow days. You want the two-hour late start. Because the two-hour late start, you don't have to make up. You can go back to bed, roll over, 
you know, maybe have something nice and warm, some hot cocoa, and then yep. you go into work. Yep. And on a two-hour late start, how much are you really doing anyways? That's right. You know, in most, most places, Wednesday, that's early release anyways. That's a half day. You want to work a two-hour late start on a Wednesday. Sure. That's just math. Sure. you're down. It's a downhill push to the weekend at that point. All right. Uh, well, I hope everybody else had a good weekend. Yesterday, we have a little hill back in uh, back behind our house. We have, like, a park. And first of all, I live with a bunch of psychos. Uh, like, I don't, there's no other, I mean, there's no way to sugarcoat this. My family is full of lunatics because on Saturday when we got the, we got the first snow, my wife goes out with one of her friends and she's like, you know what? I'm going to go for a, I'm going to go for a run. Her and her friend went on a six mile run and it was 17 degrees outside. That's awesome. And I was like, God, bless it. That is so cold. How are you doing that? Because that I, all I feel is pain. And then it started snowing, like at like right as my wife was getting back from the from her run. My kids look outside and they see that there's that light dusting. Both of them just bust out the door and they do a lap around the cul-de-sac. It was 17 degrees. They were barefoot. These, I'm just going. What? Huh? I just think that's obviously they got that from their mother. They did not get that from me. That's that the Russian blood <laughs> going through, and they did not get that one from me. They went, and they did a little speed lap around the cul-de-sac, and then barefoot. And I'm just going, I nope, that I ain't about that life. I nope. think it just shows that you're being kind of a candy. I may be. Hey, I've long said this: when it comes to being cold, I hate being cold. And uh, if if that makes me soft, then so be it. I'm not going through it though. I uh uh-uh. uh. Too cold. Too cold for me. So we had that, and then we have, like, this little sledding hill, and everybody goes, and there's, like, three little parts of this hill where it, like, goes steep, and then it tapers off, right? Yeah. A little plateau. Yeah. Good good sledding action. Some jumps built. Good job by the teenagers building the jumps and whatnot. We went out there on uh, Sunday night when there was good run rate, runways going. Hill was moving fast, and... We go out there, and there's like some twenty somethings that are that are out there, and there's a fence that kind of protects the outside of the the park from this wetlands area, and it was just the twenty group of twenty somethings, and then my family. We're just at, we're just out there. My kids are kind of separate. They're going off the 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 lesser slope, and they're just bombing down this hill. This gal gets on a sled, and she is face first that hill was moving on the steep part she crashes into the fence face first oh like she's down for a while my wife didn't see the the crash and i was like oh and then she's like still down i'm like oh is she okay like it was she was down long enough to the point where i was like is she okay do i need to call somebody yeah well her the the group that she's with they're like oh you're okay you're fine and then at one point they're like, like kind of kicking her. <laughs> they're poking. They're doing the sucanic. They're poking her with yeah. the stick. Yeah, but like with a nice little like toe, like little the little toe, hey. like boop boop boop. Are you okay? Move. And they're like, you're fine. And then one of them like grabs her foot, and like starts pulling her. I'm like, what is going on down there? She gets up and she just starts stumbling like across the middle part of this park, and. My, my wife was looking at her, and she's like, I'm going to go see if she's okay. She goes and talks to this girl, and she's like, "She's like, yeah, they said I was faking, but I think I hit the fence. They said I didn't hit the fence. And I was like, you definitely hit the fence. You have uh, indents on your face she goes, of the I, fence. She goes, I think I was knocked out. And my wife's like, well, first, uh, you're missing an eyelash. Like, she had fake eyelashes. One of them was missing. She had the painted on or and the glued on? The glued on. She's like, first of all, you're missing an eyelash. Second, your face is bleeding right now. And she's like, are you okay? Did you have somebody that can... She's like, I'm just going to go home. I live right over here. She's like, do you have somebody that will check on? She's like, yeah. <laughs> None of her friends... <laughs> like we're che- like with her, they just let her go home. We were like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> what is wrong with you people?" So that was on Sunday. Then yesterday, the freezing ice comes in. We go down. I'll tell you what, that hill turned into a child launcher. 
<laughs> Kids were just getting sent. The freezing rain was just, and I was like, they were putting the brakes on like right when you get down to the bottom of the hill, and there's like a good, there's a good like sixty yards to slow down before you hit the fence. Nuh-uh. they were just they were just put the brakes on right when you get to the bottom of the hill, and there was sixty yards of brakes, and they were still hitting the fence. It was good sudden, good sudden weather. It was a good little uh, snow break we got here. I, I think it was a good little snow break outside of the fact that I can say it was good because we didn't lose power. I know a lot of people lost power. I hope everybody was safe and didn't have trees fall into their homes. I've seen a lot of pictures from a lot of other neighborhoods. I'm I'm just lucky we didn't get hit by that. If you did, I'm so sorry. That is, that I could that sucks. I had a buddy who had he lost power for 4 days. Wait, what? Friday like night, Friday, Saturday, and... Sunday, Monday, and is that Portland. That's yeah. just all Portland. So area? Saturday, no, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. He finally got it back yesterday. Ugh. Uh I have my parents. They they lost their power for two days. Trees were down everywhere where they live. It was it was gnarly out there. So I hope everybody was safe and uh, you know nothing terrible happened. But uh, the the biggest thing that happened was the the gal who was drunk and uh, rammed her face into the chain link fence at the park that I live by. So uh, you know she she seemed okay. Okay, ish. Did she? She said she's like, I don't know if I hit the fence, and her fake nah, eyelashes were. Now nah, she said, I think I hit the fence, and my wife was like, Yeah, well, you're missing an eyelash and bleeding, so probably. Also, um, not an expert on fake eyelashes. Mm. Doesn't seem smart to wear them in the snow. Yeah, I think that she might have been, uh, you know, trying to impress somebody. Maybe you know. Well, that's usually Didn't where work. that. That's Didn't usually work. where that happens. Yeah. Usually, when you try and press someone, mm-hmm. you end up with your knee yeah. through a wall. Wait, wait, you seem to be speaking from? No, that's from a different viral video this weekend. A knee through a wall. What knee happened through there? A wall. Tell mm-hmm. me more. Someone was trying to uh, impress crazy plain lady, so he jumped in a pool and then was trying to run to the shower, put his knee through her wall. Oh no! Yeah, that's uh, it's. That's a tough look right there. But We've it's actually like you put a knee through your wall through a wall and you don't flinch. Kind of badass if if it's crazy plain lady, she may be impressed by that. She might be all for it. <laughs> Tiffany Gomez, man. She might be impressed she by that. She might be all for it. Look, we've all been there. Everyone has tried to impress someone and look yeah. like an idiot. Um yeah, just uh don't do the uh, there there's something about Mary issue. Don't do that. Hey, you have seen there's something about Mary. I did. I did and you've seen feature. Predator. I saw Predator. All right, I That's want, right. okay, today's show, we will get reviews from uh, Will Ortner, mm-hmm. who I think Klondike Will Ortner is now, like, you don't have a choice. That is your official nickname because when you brave the elements the way you did, I feel like you've earned that name. That moniker's going to stick. You are Klondike uh, Will now. Unfortunately, I will never get the excuse of calling in and be like, can't make it into work, guys. No, like, yeah, you're a warrior now. I, I'm stuck. Especially my in stupid Camry. Camry. Yeah, yeah, I know. Me and my stupid Camry, we're going to have to make it in every time Boy. there's snow or ice. But All right, we're here, to, we're here to party with you on this Wednesday. Um, we, are, we do not have Ryan Horvat, uh, our BetQL Network insider. He's going to join us Fridays? Fridays. Fridays. I think we're moving to Fridays. We're moving to Fridays now, which is good. Head into the weekend, get a little betting uh, going as we head into the weekend. Um, so he'll join us on Friday. We've got a ton that we've got to talk about today uh, from the NFL wild, Super Wild Card Weekend, which one good game? Oh, I don't know about that. I was I was enthralled by two or three of them. Two 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 good two good games. A uh, couple good halves, I guess. And it was then a good half. You had a good half of well, I don't know if it was good, but in a close game in in the Eagles and Bucks game. The Texans Browns was close in the first half. Yep, they we'll had go us in through the first half. Not gonna lie, Emma. We'll talk about what happened because on Friday I went through and I gave kind of the keys to each of the games on Friday, mm-hmm. and I'll be damned if we didn't nail it. Well, you're a smart guy. We and yeah, look, I don't pat myself on the back too often, but hot damn, we nailed these games. What it, what it came down to, and that Browns Texans game, I said Joe Flacco needs to control the game flow by not turning the ball over. 
<laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Boy, did that come to fruition. But uh, we also got to talk about the winners and what they did right because – Hot damn! We got some incredible performances out of the uh, Super Wild Card Weekend, and some games that were that were clunkers. Though, uh, let's just be honest: a M- majority of those games were, were clunkers. We had one truly close game, and it was Rams Lions. And the Rams fans, you deserve or Lions fans, you deserve that. You deserve that, huh? First playoff win in thirty-two years. Let's go. First win at home too. I think uh, the was it the only the second playoff win since nineteen fifty-seven. Is that right? Sounds good to me. Dude, I only know the Lions being in the playoffs one time, and that was when they got their butt beat by the Seahawks. Lions suck. It's good that they're good. This is why you root. This you, this is why wow, you've been watching way too many commercials on root. Well, no, this is why you root for your sports team. It's like it's the same thing. So think about it like this, and I know we have to break. Yeah. But if you are a fan of Michigan from like 2005 – until what two years ago yeah your life sucked you lost every big game yeah you lost to ohio state Mm -hmm. every single time and buckeye fans made fun of you and you had to sit there and you had to take it and you had to take it and you had to take it until finally it comes back around to your side and that has to feel so much sweeter than someone who you know roots for new england or roots for the yankees or roots for one of those other teams, or switches from one team to another team to be their new favorite team. You grew up with that team, you fought tooth and nail, and you went through the dark days. You went through the dark times, and now you finally get to have that joy and that elation. Mm. That's got to be better than being a Philly fan. A w- that win in Detroit has to be better than Philadelphia being a Philly fan up until the Super Bowl last year. has to be, because you earned it. You did. Uh, it is the second playoff win for the Lions since 1957. Yikes. They won once in 91, once in 57. First playoff win in Will Ortner's life. Damn. That is so brutal. Eight straight losses in the postseason snapped by the Lions. All right, uh, let's get to it. Let's start with a little bit of playoff talk. Um, <clears throat> hmm. But do we want to go chronologically? We want we want to do that. Uh, yeah. Let's go linear. Okay. All right. It all started a Saturday. And look, I know you. Some of y'all have, have probably heard some of these, but this is our first time we've been back since uh, since all the playoff action. Uh, we'll go through it, and we'll 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 get through it pretty quickly um, because there's a lot of college football that we need to discuss as well. UW and Alabama fans are freaking the f out <laughs> right now. They got new coaches, but call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, not all is well in either one of those programs. Uh, so we got that that we need to get to um, in NBA news as well. Uh, a lot of NBA news. Our first real big trade of this NBA season. And then um, some tragedy striking as well. But where we start, the NFL playoffs next on The Fan. The Fan. All right, for all of you uh, that attempt to watch and be part of that YouTube stream community, fear not. We will have the YouTube stream up eventually. 
But doesn't have internet. We don't have internet right now. We're recording the entire show though. And, and it, it will be posted. It will be posted, my understanding, tomorrow. Okay. It will be posted tomorrow. And I'm gonna say it that way because it's not me who's posting it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, well, look, nothing we can do. Nobody, nobody's really been at this for a while. I have no idea what's happening here, so uh, we will, we will get something going. It's the internet's we'll fault. It. It's the internet's fault. I don't, I don't know what the issue is. It's the internet's fault. I'll blame. You know what? I'll blame. Uh, Sprague posted something to the YouTube page. Today. It, he probably broke it. Yeah. He yeah. asked me for the login for that too, and I was like, "Dude, I, I got no clue. <laughs> You're on your own, buddy." <laughs> All right, let's start talking about these uh, playoff games here. Uh, we'll start with the Browns and Texans game. Look, heading into this one, it, I, I thought that this game was going to really come down to can Joe Flacco stay within himself? Everybody has talked about Joe Flacco and how brilliant he has been. And look, he was really good for the uh, Browns this year. He For a guy who just stepped in and was – you know, taken off the street in five weeks, what he was able to do, it was pretty impressive uh, what Joe Flacco did for the Cleveland Browns. At the same time, Joe Flacco played in five games in the regular season and threw eight interceptions. (laughs) Okay? That puts him in for as bad of seasons as you feel like, uh, I don't know, Justin Fields played in 13 games this year. He only had nine interceptions on the season. Almost played three times as many games as Joe Flacco, and he had nine interceptions. He had the same number of picks as Derek Carr and Russell Wilson, who were dragged over the course of the season. Those guys played 15 and 17 games, respectively. Joe Flacco played five. And so heading into this game, I was sitting there going, all right, this is going to come down to Joe Flacco controlling game flow and taking care of the football because you cannot turn the ball over at that rate in the postseason and have your team win. Now, not all turnovers are created equal, but Joe Flacco heading into that second half, he was playing well enough for that team to win, right? You're down 24-14 to at half, and you were within that game. Defense comes out. They get a stop on the opening drive of the third quarter. The next three drives for the Browns, pick six, pick six, turnover on downs. He turned back into a pumpkin. Game. But this is Joe Flacco, though. It is Joe Flacco. And that's why if if the Browns are going to win, that was going to be the key, right? Joe Mm -hmm. Flacco had to play within himself. And with that being said, you have got to give all the credit in the world to what C.J. Stroud going in his first playoff game. 16 of 21, that's 75% of your passes, 274 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. He was flawless in that football game. He was literally perfect. He was everything that you almost damn near a perfect quarterback rating. What, 158.3 is a perfect quarterback rating? He was 157.2? Yeah, something like that. I mean, but this is why... They've been special. This is why they were able to have this turnaround so fast because of how good of a season he has had. Well, Nico Collins as well, uh, in like being emerging as the go-to receiver in that offense. And Slowick, Bobby Slowick, their offensive coordinator, you could see why he's getting head coaching attention. He is young, bright, and my God, that offense was humming. Against the best defense in the NFL, Okay, which had their injuries – we know that Denzel Ward was not anywhere close to being 100% in that game. You were still without a safety. Like, they they had their nicks and, and bumps and bruises. But the fact is that Houston, they said, all right, let's try to see if C.J. Stroud could beat us. C.J. Stroud beat them. D'Amico Ryans had a fantastic game plan. Fantastic game plan defensively. Now, Amari Cooper being limited because of that heel injury, Sure, that may have had something to do with it because, I don't know, he went for 256 yards in the first time they met. But they took away the explosives. Okay, Longest play of the game, I think, was 14 yards. A, a cream hunt run was 14 yards and yeah. th- for the Browns. They feasted on explosives in that first matchup. And, that, like, Joe Flacco had them. They baited Joe Flacco. They got two pick sixes. The Houston Texans, they were the better team. 
They, they 100%. Joe Flacco turned into the pumpkin, and Houston played with them themselves, and C.J. Stroud, he played like that dude. And coming out of Ohio State, like Danny and I had this conversation a ton throughout the draft process. You know, the history of Ohio State quarterbacks was not great. But watch what C.J. Stroud did. And, uh, like, if you were to give Ryan Day some true serum, they had the best receiving core in college football heading into the, into last season. Yep. Washington superseded them because they also had a great quarterback who got the ball to them. But I think if you were to give Ryan Day a little bit of that true serum, you would see that C.J. Stroud was the engine that made that those wheels move for that Ohio State offense in a way that I don't think people gave C.J. Stroud enough credit for because of how many quarterbacks had been effective and right. how good that receiving core was at Ohio State. You see just how impressive that young man is. Damn near knocked off Georgia last year in the semifinals, right? A, right. a field goal away. The field goal, as time is expiring away, from potentially winning a national title for, for Ohio State. He comes into the NFL, and... I loved C.J. C.J. Stroud was that guy who, in college, would step up, make the big play, and played within himself at all times. He did that same thing throughout the entire season for the Houston Texans. He is incredible. Like, they have got their quarterback. They have got their edge rusher. They are both young, and they appear to have got their head coach in D'Amico Ryans, who's gotten flack. Because, look, there were times where D'Amico Ryans was not making the right decision. The, the right decision. Yeah. But he's a first-time head coach. Mm-hmm. Those things will happen. And it may happen this week in the divisional round where it couldn't come up and bite them. But in that game, that Houston Texans team was flawless. And they beat the ever-living bejeebers out of the Cleveland Browns. That was an impre- That was as impressive of a showing as you will see. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In, in the playoffs, it just so happened it wasn't really even the most impressive performance of the weekend offensively because that went to the Green Bay Packers, which we'll get to in a little bit. But as we keep uh, diving in, uh, the cold weather played the factor in Kansas City, but that wasn't it. Danny and Dusty. And I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. All right, we're still going through our NFL playoffs. Uh, we're way over, but, you know, whatever. The clock is uh, the clock at this point because most of Portland, I don't think it's working right now. To all of you that are, hey, big ups to you. We're working today with you as well. So 503-864-6326. That's the Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, we just went through Texans and Browns. What a beatdown. What an impressive performance by Houston C.J. Stroud. But, look, everything that I've been warning you about with Joe Flacco came to fruition. Six games, ten picks. That's not good. <laughs> it's not good, Bob. Uh, over one pick per game and two pick sixes and then a turnover on downs. That'll do it for you. The uh, other Saturday game was Dolphins at Chiefs. We all knew that a team going from Miami up into that cold weather was going to be a big factor. Despite the fact Tyreek Hill uh, did not want to wear sleeves, I love that they went to, like, they, they did that. T- hey, uh, uh, Peacock, did you everybody get Peacock? Everybody watch? I saw that they were touting most streamed game, most streamed tele- event ever. Yeah, I definitely watched that on Peacock we, and didn't go east to the stream. We had to watch it. We had to stream it. No wonder it was the most streamed, but that is the power of the NFL. And uh, I figured out Peacock. I got it. I definitely have it now. But um, it was going to be hard to throw, but not impossible. And I think that's one thing that it was like you had 15-mile-an-hour winds. It was super cold, but you could throw the football. That When Patrick Mahomes' helmet broke, that was one of the more wild things I've seen. Because those Vices helmets... That like he wears a Vices helmet, which is the company actually based out of Seattle, and it's supposed to like 
the 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 shell of the helmet is supposed to be more malleable, right? And it is supposed to give a little bit more and kind of absorb any sort of hits. Well, it just got cold and brittle. And it just like a big old chunk just snapped right out off of his helmet. That was crazy. It was so badass. <laughs> it was kind of badass. It was badass. It also shows like the growth in football where everyone was like, oh my God, his helmet broke. That's scary. And my dumb brain was like, I remember when I used to look at my helmet after games and be like, look at all the scratches I got on it. I ripped off the paint. But when a game, when you have a game like that, it comes down to who's going to run the ball more effectively, right? It's cold. That it, it, it comes down to who can run the ball more effectively. And Kansas City doubled them up almost. 147 to 76. was in that. That's the game right there. The very first drop back for Tua where he looked frozen when he dropped back and he tried to go from like one read to another. I was like, nope, Miami's done. Miami is done. And that was the first drop back of the game. And you saw he just looked like, and it wasn't just Tua, and I just don't want to knock Tua, even though, look, they have to have some bigger growth from Tua Tungavailoa in big games and playoff games. And you, you can't just put it on the cold. Tua has got to be better. But as a team, Miami was basically that way and when you had Miami rolling into that game with the sixth best rush offense in the NFL the seventh best rush defense in the NFL they had what could have been an an advantage in that and I've been talking about this for weeks Kansas City had a reluctance to run the football even though that was where they were they were going to be at their best and the scary part for everybody else in the NFL right now has got to be Kansas City ran the ball effectively and when they figured when they figured that out, they were going to be a better offense. They are. They're a better offense now. And if they continue to run the football and have less of a reliance on Patrick Mahomes, who was still very good in that game, they're not built that way this year. We've seen it. Rice is the go-to receiver, and he he was he again magnificent up, for sure. He, he was magnificent. He has stepped up. Kelsey had a couple drops, which were uncharacteristic. Did you see his hands today, by the way? No, dude. If you if you haven't got a chance, go look up a picture of his hands. They're they're cut up. Yeah, his hand his hands are all jacked up. But I think don't blame it, I man. Think, you you when you have to block in that too. Oh, destroyed, destroyed. Still can't wear sleeves though. Got to be a man about it. Uh, but I think also this is why when they rebuilt this offensive line, they went out and yep. drafted Creed Humphreys. This is why they went out and made mm-hmm. sure they got Trey Smith, right? Those are two big, bruising offensive linemen mm-hmm. in between, uh, you know, Creed's your center, and then you've got a, you got Smith at the guard. They want to beat you up. They don't want yep. to be in pass pro. Now, they, they will pass pro because they're very good and because you have the best quarterback in the NFL right now. But what those two guys want to do is they want to attack defensive linemen. And I think what you saw from Miami, and, I mean, you saw it right away from Tua, most of those guys quit. Most of those guys got into that game and went, this is cold, this sucks. And when you've ever played against someone who doesn't want to be there in the cold, the minute that you see that face, that look of just, I don't want to be here, can I be anywhere else, can we get in and out of this game so I can go home, the game is done. Kansas City is built yep. to be in the cold weather. And then the way that Pacheco runs, that dude is a December, January, February runner. Yep. He is not a September, October runner because he runs hard and he runs downhill. The uh, The October runners, the September runners, that's A-Chain, that's Mostert. And that's not attacking them, but those guys are built mm-hmm. for speed and agility, and they want to get on the edge. The reason that doesn't work in November, December, January, is because you can't get on the edge because the weather doesn't allow well, it. Well, yeah, if you're having to go to Kansas City, if you're having to go to Buffalo. Which you can't is, do it? Or Baltimore. Hell, look at the, I mean, look at the three teams that they could have or would have had to go through. All three of them would have been the worst-case scenario for them. Um, and you're 100% right on that. But I, I give a ton of credit to the defense had stepped up. Rasheed Rice was that dude. Um, I, I thought he was phenomenal. And he, he was the one guy that we were talking about all the speed on both those teams, right, and all the speed of Miami when you talk about, you know, A-Chain and you talk about Tyreek Hill. Nope. Rasheed Rice looked like the fastest guy on the field. And, uh, boy, 
that Kansas City team, they they stepped up in a cold weather game in Miami, didn't look like they wanted to be there, and they've got bigger issues that they got to be concerned with moving forward because if home field is going to be that important to you, you're not a Super Bowl contending team. Well, and in injuries on the defense, like look, injuries on the defensive side, they were pronounced. Right. You you lost your two best uh, edge rushers over the course of this season. Mm-hmm. You didn't have Van Ginkle. You were limited defensively in a game where you needed everybody, especially in the box, when it's negative 30 with the wind chill, and Andy Reid's mustache is all frozen over, which it was Hilarious. just a thing of beauty. Hilarious. It was a thing of beauty. And they did the halftime report. like, Andy Reid is aware that he has ice in his mustache. You think? You th- he noticed it before anyone else did, I promise you. We, and all this is saying is that Andy Reid's going to go back to the full visor. Remember when yes. in COVID where he wore the, the, he wore the, the mask over the top? It'll keep him a little bit warm. I think, I think we need to see a shysty out of him. I want to see Andy Reid in the shysty. I don't know what that means. The ski mask? Oh, yeah. Yes. He needs to be in the ski mask where just his eyes are out? Yeah. That's that's called the shysty for you. Is and that? if he wears the white one, it's the icy shysty. Look at that. That game was uh, I'm hip. controlled by the Kansas City Chiefs, and now Kansas City goes up to Buffalo where uh, Josh Allen, he was in control of that game as well. We'll get to um, that game because that game got bumped all the way to Monday. In the snow, the pictures coming out of Buffalo were insane. Should have played it. And I know I, it wasn't safe at all. Yeah. There would have been no one there but the teams. Yeah, right. So no, 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 no. You want to dare Buffalo fans not to be there? They still would have found a way. It wouldn't. Would it have been safe? No, 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 not at all. Not one bit. They would have been there. They would have been there, right. dude. The volunteers shoveling, and then did you see the guy shirtless, shirtless skiing down the thing? Yeah, Buffalo's Go- awesome. Buffalo is awesome from a distance. <laughs> Buffalo is awesome from a distance, True. right? It's like that guy that you used to party with, and you're like, that guy's a lot of fun. I mean, I in 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 small spurts. I will take it in small spurts. Nobody like you, you don't want to you don't want to marry that guy, right? No. Nobody's gonna no. marry that guy. But that's like Buffalo. I'm not gonna marry that. I'm not moving there. I don't want. I don't want to move there. I don't want to marry that dude. I want to hang out with that dude on Friday night. Fun in spurts. Fun Friday from night. a distance. And then you go and you're like, all right, we're moving on. Uh, the next game we got to get to though is the beatdown in the Big D and uh, the bigger pressing issues for the Dallas Cowboys. But let's not talk about the loser. Let's talk about the winner because watch out now. Here comes Jordan Love next on The Fan. The Fan. All right, Danny and Dusty here on this Wednesday afternoon. It's just uh, Dusty and Will. Us two and then Joe Fisher, the only three people in this building here today. We're here. We're here to party with you. Uh, Give you all your sports. We're going through uh, NFL's Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, in order as we go down, boy, what a rough go of it for the Dallas Cowboys. Every worst fear came to fruition. And everybody's talking about how, look, this was, oh, Dak Prescott played terribly. Mike McCarthy couldn't coach again. What happened to this vaunted defense? How about we talk about what the Green Bay Packers did? Because what the Green Bay Packers did was whatever the hell they wanted to. (laughs) Jordan Love. Again, we, we talked about how impressive C.J. Stroud was. Almost an exact stat line. According to PFF, he had the best game this entire weekend at the quarterback position. 16 of 21, 272 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, a quarterback rating of 157.2. That is almost identical to C.J. Stroud's line, who was 16 of 21 for 274, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Jordan Love got so much criticism. Did not look like the guy. He was sitting there and biding his time, and when he got thrown in either into mop-up duty or a spot start in Kansas City of all places, everybody's like, he's not it. He's not the guy. Not the guy. Aaron Rodgers kept trying to tell people, no, Jordan Love has got it. It takes time, though, and this is why I sit there and I'm hesitant to just go and start bashing a guy because he doesn't look like what people want him to look like in his first few starts. It takes a year. It takes a year of worth of games before you know whether you have it or not. Are there throws that a guy can make? Are there moments that you can look at and you go, oh, that's not good. 
that's not it. Josh Rosen, like, we could see it. But he had his red flags coming out. In Jordan Love, there was just a lot of unknown coming out of Utah State of what he is and what he could be as a starting quarterback in the NFL. He has gotten time. He has gotten an incredible system. He has a very good coach. And when I say system, I mean offensive system. And as a franchise, the Green Bay Packers get so much flack for the way that they build and construct their roster. Where's the flaw? Because they don't go out and they don't get the first-round picks at wide receiver? Because they aren't making big splashes in free agency every single year? They draft and develop and evaluate talent better than anybody in the NFL. And I think we're seeing that. You could take step back, steps back, but they continue to find the diamonds in the rough. They continue to develop, draft, and grow. And despite who their head coach is or who their quarterback is, they find a way to do it. And Jordan Love, that performance was incredible on Sunday. I think that what we saw in the growth of Jordan Love over the course of the season, it was a perfect storm in Dallas. It truly was. They did a great job of limiting Micah Parsons as much as you can limit a guy like Micah Parsons. He only touched Jordan Love one time, and it was not a sack. They didn't give up a single sack to this Dallas Cowboys defense. They they did a phenomenal job of... And I I absolutely love what they were doing scheme-wise in sliding all of their protections towards Micah Parsons and then moving the pocket for Jordan Love, too, and making sure he was comfortable in it. But you look at Aaron Jones. They ran the ball at will. They threw the ball at will. As much as it was a meltdown on Dallas's part, which both of these things can be true, you don't score 48 points in the damn playoffs without incredible execution, especially on the road. They did that on the road. That, to me, is a terrifying signal for a lot of teams in this playoffs because I don't think if you are the 49ers, you're sitting there going, this ain't just a 9-8 and eight Green Bay team. This team has was peaking at the end of the season. They were playing very well. What They win six of their last eight games. Something like that. To get to that nine and eight record, it's about peaking at the right time, and I think we're going to have a great matchup in uh, in San Francisco. Now, matchups do dictate games, and I think the matchups of the speed offensively and the answers that you can't just take away a CD Lamb. You can't just even though CD Lamb he got loose and Dak Prescott threw for a lot of yards. I get it; those two interceptions are as bad as they get. I mean, they they, they truly are. And when you look at it, we said before the game. Aaron Jones and Jordan Love can give the pack a chance if they can run the ball and limit possessions. Dak, with two early interceptions, crushed them. It was 14 nothing before you could blink. Right. It was 27 to nothing before the Dallas Cowboys crossed the 40-yard line of the Green Bay Packers. Right. But I also think that it shows you. But I also think that it shows you that Cowboys defense was fool's gold. Because, and then this has happened the last two years. We think of this Cowboys Dan Quinn defense as, wow, they've done a great job. They've been stopping teams. They've been limiting teams. They're top five in points given up this year, Mm -hmm. if I remember right. And what we have this issue of, well, Deron Bland had a bunch of interceptions and he took them all back for scores, so they must be good. Or Their the year before, were bad. Trayvon Diggs, right? Trayvon Diggs has a bunch of interceptions, so they must be really good on the back end. Micah Parsons, bunch of sacks, dude's a physical freak. Mm-hmm. They must be good. Mm-hmm. And we hear all these names, and then we see these weird interception anomaly stats where last year Trayvon Diggs had double-digit interceptions. Deron Bland, he's got the all-time record for most pick sixes in a single season. And you go, wow, they must be so good defensively. And then when you look at the stats, you realize, oh, they're not that good of a defense. In fact, they're one of the worst defenses. Yet this coach, this defensive coordinator, gets heralded as, well, he's going to get picked up as as a head coach this year because of what he's done with that defense. It feels a little bit to me like Alex Grinch back when he was with uh, the Trojans. That first year that he was there, 
right? Everyone said, well, they're not that good of a defense, but they create a lot of turnovers, and because they create those turnovers, they are actually a good defense. Mm -hmm. No, they're not a good defense. And when you see them not creating those turnovers and getting that turnover luck, because turnovers can be a bit lucky depending on how does a fumble bounce? How does a ball bounce off a wide receiver's hands? How is your player in the right spot for that tip to get intercepted? When you don't have those interceptions and you don't have those turnovers, you become what you truly are as a defense. And that's what you saw, I feel like, in this game. Well, no no Trayvon Diggs is is big. Like right. him him being injured because he was one of those guys that was a interception machine. Right. But Blaine got have, burned for one fifty. Blaine got burned for one fifty. Stephon Gilmore was not great either. No, the, that look, touchdown, he running the other way. But this is where if you're not getting pressure on the quarterback, that is also it, right? Fair. Pressure helps helps the secondary. Linebackers were were poor, and the linebacker play was poor for Dallas in that game. You weren't getting to Jordan Love. Zero sacks, and I think they only touched uh, Jordan Love three times. Michael Parsons only does it once. That's not it. That's not your recipe for success. And give Green Bay's offensive line a ton of credit. Now everybody's sitting there and saying, hey, Cowboys, go after Bill Belichick. Wrong. Next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 